Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 132, The Resources That Helped Me Get Out of Debt, by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you each and every weekday from some of the very best personal finance blogs on the planet. Now, we haven't had a post from Kate Flanders in a while, so it'll be nice to hear from her. But before we get into today's content, don't forget we're giving away a book in just two days to a random person on our email list. If you have not signed up for our mailing list yet, now is definitely the time to do it. And you can join for free by texting the word financial to the number 44222 or by visiting oldpodcast.com, oldpodcast.com, and signing up there. Now let's get right to our post and start optimizing your life. The Resources That Helped Me Get Out of Debt by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com As the warm weather begins to cool off and the summer of weddings comes to an end, I'm starting to get ready for what comes next, in my financial life, that is. Even though I've been debt-free since May 21st, I haven't had a chance to save much of the extra money that used to go towards debt repayment, yet. But that's going to change in September. First, however, I need to start mapping out some new financial goals and the steps I'm going to take to make them happen. I've been writing out a list of possible new goals, starting to research investing strategies, etc., but it's felt impossible to pick just one goal to start with and know where to begin. First of all, I've barely gotten used to the idea that my monthly budgets no longer include debt repayments. Second, this car accident is a bump in the road that has changed my spending big time, and I honestly still don't know what's next for me. So I finally posed this question on the new Blonde on a Budget Facebook page. Quote, I'm working on a couple posts explaining what life after debt is like. Are there any specific questions you'd like me to answer about how I budget now or where the extra money goes or what I plan to do next? End quote. Simone answered, quote, I'd like to know what your turning point was and how you got started on your journey and the tools you used and tips you have on being on the other side. End quote. Well, Simone, this post is for you. I've decided to start this whole life after debt series with some background information on how I got started with my first goal, which was to reach debt zero. 
I'm going to skip the part about being on the other side for now and just start from the beginning. I know I've explained it in bits and pieces and have written a guest post or two about it, but I don't know that I've ever fully explained on my own blog, one, the way I taught myself how to budget, and two, which resources ultimately helped me get out of debt. While I would love if this post helped at least one other person start their own journey, I'm also using it as a motivational kick in the pants to get started on whatever is next for me. The turning point. I've written before that in June 2011, I found myself completely maxed out. What I don't think I've mentioned is the fact that I knew my finances were in bad shape for about eight to nine months before I finally reached that point. In fact, I actually started Blonde on a Budget in October 2010 when I had about $24,000 worth of consumer debt. I knew back then that I wasn't happy with my financial situation, but unfortunately, I still wasn't ready to get serious about repaying my debt. In March 2011, I deleted the first version of the blog and the email address, which is why I'm now stuck with blondebudget at gmail. Between March and May is when I let my credit card balance creep closer and closer to its limit. During those few months, I would literally only peel back the top corner of the envelopes holding my credit card statements so I could see nothing but the minimum payment. Talk about denial. In my gut, I knew I was being stupid, but it wasn't until I was within $100 of my limit that I realized I had to stop and do something about it. I had $100 left in my checking account and another $100 of wiggle room on my credit card, and all of that had to last me for six weeks. I was at my absolute limit. At that point, there was no other option but to start repaying my debt, all $28,000 of it. How I got started. The first thing I did was borrow a copy of Gail Vaz Oxlade's Debt Free Forever from Crystal and read it from cover to cover. My biggest takeaway from the book was that I needed to start tracking my spending immediately. Every day, I wrote down all of the transactions I made, from the paychecks I received to the debt repayments I made and the $2.91 I repeatedly spent at Starbucks. It only took a few weeks for me to see that I could categorize my purchases into what you see in my budgets today, i.e. groceries, gas, restaurants, gifts, etc. I did this for three months straight. At the end of the three months, I took the totals from each category, added them up, and divided the sum by three. For example, let's say I spent $200 on groceries in month one, $225 on groceries in month two, and $250 on groceries in month three. In this example, I would have added up the monthly totals, $200 plus $225 plus $250, and then divided the sum, $675, by the number of months I tracked my spending, three, to come up with the average amount I spent each month which is $225. I repeated that process for all of the categories and with those averages, finally wrote my first realistic budget. The tools I used. Obviously, debt-free forever changed the way I thought about money, so that book is the first tool I used. After that, I tracked my spending for three full months by hand using nothing but a pen and an old notebook that I was happy to scribble in. At the end of the three months, I took the averages and wrote my first monthly budget in Excel, making that the third tool I used. At the same time, I became obsessed with Gail's interactive worksheet, Build a Budget That Works. I literally moved numbers around in that thing for hours until I was satisfied with the results. I tried a couple other things throughout my journey, like switching to a cash diet and budgeting bi-weekly instead of monthly, but nothing worked for me the way a pen, paper, and Excel did. To this day, I still track my spending by hand, and I just finished writing a September budget 
that I am so excited to share with you all. Yes, I get excited about my budgets. Now, I'm dying to know, how did you know it was time to make a change in your financial life? What was your turning point? And what is one resource or tool that helped you? Please note the importance of writing a realistic budget. If you can write a realistic budget that is based off numbers you may actually be able to stick to, the chances of you coming in under budget are huge. If you're like me, going over budget leaves you feeling discouraged, but it's an incredible feeling when you can finish a month and feel like you stayed on track with the goals you made for yourself. So, always be realistic. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. You just listened to the post titled The Resources That Helped Me Get Out of Debt by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. Now, is it just me or is it a common theme that you should track all your expenses by hand? We've heard it from Kate, from J.D. Roth, and of course, from Justin from Optimal Living Daily, who's been doing it for six years. And speaking of that, you can get Justin's Excel template for tracking both your income and expenses if you join our weekly newsletter over at oldpodcast.com. Plus, You'll be entered to win the book that I mentioned. Uh, The giveaway is on the first of every month. So if you're listening to this in real time, you have just today and tomorrow to join if you want to be in on this month's raffle. So again, come by oldpodcast.com or you can join even more quickly by texting the word financial to the number 44222. That's the word financial to 44222. And with that little note, we're going to wrap up today's Optimal Finance Daily. Thanks for listening to uh, today's post. Tomorrow, I'll be reading a piece from our good friend, MMM. That would be Mr. Money Mustache. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from amazing bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, The Minimalists, 
and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.